1: all right my talkers it is thursday october 19th and we are hanging out with Lori and julia very fall like afternoon a great show ahead of us today what do we have to look
3: forward to right now well you know what happened to me today i i got a massage for Ooh. my pickleball injury oh, my say. pickleball
0: soreness no you can't tell me you were sore. You oh no i just missing. no i've been completely sore today is the first day i i'm starting to feel like normal yeah, yeah
3: no i i was like so happy i I had a massage because my neck, I know, from doing the side to side thing. And then Stacy was telling me, oh, you have like these four muscles that hold up your neck, and like in a game, like, pickleball or ball, you know you're using your neck she says you're the tightest i felt in years and
0: years in years, <laughs> in years. And, and i'm you like
3: small ear canals squeeze harder <laughs> oh it was just like and then she goes are your legs sore and i go i don't think so and then she starts working on them and i'm like ouch yeah. yes they are yes they are
1: <laughs> yeah oh but
3: you know what was the most sore on me was the sides of my buns because pickleball chick annie Kept telling us to squat and bounce our haunches. Oh, yeah, and so I that took out. that, I mean, I was just like, anything, anything that'll help me. And so, it was like my way of trying, and I'd be doing like that, mm-hmm. and the next day, the sides of my buns, and I thought, this is the area that uh, people like to, you know, work on. It's the mm-hmm. hardest, that bathai yes, area, if you will, where the butt bathye. meets the thigh. I love the bathai. Bathai. Oh. <laughs> So, anyway, I just, I know you like to get your buns, you know, massaged or whatever. And I was like, am I going to have to ask for a bun massage for the first time? My neck was too sore. I was like, keep, keep, just stay on keep the down in my neck and my shoulders. Stay on top. Yeah. So, anyway, and it's Baby Central at our house. Oh, I know. It we is. have a newborn and a two year old. Hey. Casey's daughter is home with the two boys and uh, little, the, little, little Duke. Duke. I forget how little a newborn is.
0: Oh, they're teeny. It, they're so teeny. tiny and so cute. So cute. Does he sleep through the night? Or, I mean, did you, are I they in no, a different floor so you can't even hear anything? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I
3: mean, you know, all I know is when I see her doing all of this, I just think, oh, I dodged a bullet.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> You're so funny.
3: <laughs> You're so funny. You know, she's got the baby strapped to her chest. She's making food, you know, for the two-year-old. And the two-year-old, I mean. Bruce. Bruce. He, I must be popular because he had the, with him anyway, because he had the option of going with Casey. And they go down Summit and they look, they find a house with good to Halloween sure. blow ups, And yes, then they get out of absolutely. the car. And, you know, he likes to look. And they've done that like the last three nights in wow. case he's like you know bruce should we go look at the halloween no i want to stay here with go-go That's <laughs> here. and uh, so anyway we Adorable. did um you know some he likes um bird is the word that song. bird 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 bird, 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 bird is the, the word. word have you
1: heard yeah
3: yeah that one in surf and safari because he's he wants to drum on the couch. Oh yeah! And I'm like, look at my future drummer, your oh, drummer. Oh, that's anyway, cool. but it's hectic, Julia.
0: I, I it's hectic. Yeah, I know. It's hectic. It, and to Casey Laurie, and I are Laurie's so like. Lori's to... like, it's so hectic, and I th- and I'm thinking, yeah. yeah how, I had a full time job, with kids two kids that were 15 months apart, <laughs> and works with you yeah. full time. Yeah. So this
1: is you over here, Julia.
0: Oh, oh good. good for I know. i <laughs> like it's hectic. I mean, I I know it is. But I but they're so cute and they're so fun and they give you so much good Joy they're so cute at that age. I love it. I like it. And a baby. Casey's
3: as messy as the two year old. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Together the are
1: they a tornado?
0: Yeah. Peanut butter,
3: honey finger. I mean I'm just like, yeah, you're yeah, okay. That's uh, that's that's the way
0: it goes around you. No are. wonder
3: a lot of times uh, you know people in Houses with children go through a lot of sponges, a lot of clean up, a lot of, oh. you know, <laughs> That's all you do. Yeah, that's all you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> clean up. And our stove doesn't work. It's on the fritz. So oh, no.
0: Family here. Even this cooktop? The top works. Okay. The, the burners so it's, work. So it's putting things in the oven. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently
3: Casey was trying to make a lasagna the other day and it never warmed up. And then, you know, he's always Mr. YouTube. I'll YouTube it and fix it. Right. Nine times out of ten, he it can does. do it. But anyway, I'm like, get home yesterday, and I'm like, why is all of the oven stuff out of the oven? And all over the place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's fixing it, Lori. No, he's he's uh, fixing it. Who
3: knows, but we won't have one until Monday.
0: (laughs) It's a long time. Uh, When you have guests. Do you have a a crock pot?
3: Yeah, I don't want to cook in it. Well, you
0: can cook a lasagna in a crock pot. It's kind of amazing.
3: You can? You
0: can cook everything in a crock pot. It just takes time. I know this is exhausting for you.
3: It really is. It's too much reality (laughs) for You want to
0: massage. And and then you're like, yeah, but I have chaos at home. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah,
3: Yeah, no, it's lovely. But, you know, Casey and I um, just kind of, when people are parents, they're used to the chaos. We are. are. You're 100% right. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, coming home from my mom's Quiet house where she doesn't even have any dogs to greet us. I will say that I understood why my mom has felt so sad, sad missing
0: her, missing her dogs. They're It's
3: a presence. Well, and they alert you when you're home. Woof 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 yeah. woof, and all of yeah. that. you yeah. know. So
0: they alert you when you're home. Woof 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 woof. woof, woof. No, they do. I, when we pulled the I, garage, can't. you could hear the dogs barking. I'm
1: marking that down. I'm saving. I, that they one.
0: alert you when you're home. Woof 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 woof. woof, woof. woof. Yes. <laughs> But I was you like, know, when you're home, I know, I know, but they would alert us
3: that we were home by their barking greeting. Oh. And it's so quiet. Yeah. We're entering my mom's house. It was always a cacophony of, uh, Excitement barking.
0: tails wagging for little four legged little things excited yeah. to see you and greet you. I think that would be hard for your mom because she lives alone. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be hard. Yeah. And yeah. I have
3: another friend who uh, just had to put down her dog and you know, she's, you know, uh, not partnered up or anything and she's like my house is so lonely without oh, yeah. because you kind right. of are used to talking to your pets." Oh yeah. They are your company and they're curling up next to you and my mom saved two little lamb chop, chop little chew toys but she got rid of all the other uh, dog stuff. Will she not get rescuer. another one? She
0: said at 82 Right.
3: That's a lot. It's
0: not My fair. mom fearless she kept getting dogs and my brothers had to keep Sending them to farms. <laughs> my mom kept thinking she could take care of a dog. Right. And then it went to my sister's. Yeah. And then, or something would happen because my mom loved having dogs. I think it's really hard to let that go.
3: Yeah, it is. If and my mom has had like a variation she of She always had so many. Dogs I know. Um, yeah. For about
0: 40 years. Uh, Grant, can you imagine not having your doggies when you go uh, home?
1: No, no. It's I've, so it, quiet. Sometimes uh, when I do go home and Lily may be off at a friend's house and they're not there, I literally...
0: Oh. Like what's going on dude? yeah so like weird. i need that
1: love i need that reinforcement everything's gonna be okay i love you you're the best person in the world you know they're all i that's, just look that's... in the
0: mirror right <laughs> <laughs> i'm <laughs> just i'm so kidding no I'm
3: i so get
1: kidding. it i get it yeah they're 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 they're, they're you know they, yeah. are, they're never mad at you that's the way i always put no, your dogs are never mad so at you Cool. that's the best part about having them
3: <laughs> all right listen we come back it's our story we can't get enough of Lori and Julia here with Ann Tresser of Tresser Law. We have a question from one of our listeners. She was told she needs to split everything 50-50. Is this true? It's not that black and white. Our law says that there will be a fair and equitable distribution of the marital estate. Your marital estate talks about what you own and what you owe. Most cases, equitable usually means equal, but there can be facts in certain circumstances under which one party's awarded more assets or one party's awarded more debts. It's really a case-by-case basis, and that's why you really need to come in and talk to an attorney about what your particular case entails.
0: So what does that mean for her house and her 401k?
3: Again, it's really a case-by-case basis. And remember, dividing things equally, even if you're doing that, doesn't mean you're necessarily splitting every single asset. So there's lots of different ways to do it depending on what people want, what their goals are, and how you can reach resolution.
0: That's really good information. I bet a lot of other listeners want to know this. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. All right, our story we can't get enough of involves oh. Sherry Shepard in the clubhouse with Andy Cohen. Issa Rae was the Issa other? Issa mm-hmm. it was such a joyful, happy clubhouse, and Sherry Shepard um, recently had a breast reduction that she talked about. And has lost like 49 pounds. And she's a little peanut person. I never realized how short she was. And she looked like a million bucks. The energy in the clubhouse was so electric. And Israe was gorgeous in this orange cool thing with these cool sleeves on it. And they were having fun last night. And, and It Sherry, was so fun. Sherry's Sherry's
3: uh, show, you know, she's. Took over for Wendy's spot. It's the same production company, but she's a natural having been a host at The View. But it's a better fit for her because it's just 100% Sherry that gets to shine through. Whereas I think sometimes on The View, you know, they talked about political stuff. And she felt like sometimes she was in overhead or out of her comfort zone on some of the stuff they were talking about. Whereas this is her show and she's just gabbing. About what she wants to talk about and having fun friends, right. uh, you know, to be on her show. So we've got what's and our she, first. Class? Well, she's a comedian. You yes, know, she,
0: she she's written. Um, she She's written uh, shows, comedy shows. She did stand up forever. So I think you're right, Laurie. This setting serves her better. She said she was always in trouble at The View. Yep. Miss Bill Geddes, who passed away I think last year, was helping her on this new show as well. And he was just such a dynamo producer. Yeah, and, and one
3: of her most famous things was, you know, she really had a, she really wondered with the ladies, is the earth flat?
0: Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. Really? I mean, yeah yeah. <laughs> Everyone kind of has their dodo brain moments right. sometimes, that and that was classic. That was, classic. One that that was, was classic. classic ones. Well, who's to say it isn't flat? That was classic. I agree. So they always ask when people are on. You know, does does X Y Z? Do you two guess, whatever your names are, give a damn? And then they'll give some pop culture things. Yes. Like, do you give a damn about this or about that? So here they are talking and first of all when the show started i mean sherry was rubbing is beautiful leg well, and she has some
3: nice glistening um oh, leg lotion on.
0: oh and sherry Shepard on these gold golden shoes that were on a platform she looked so cute but she's like i i love touching you i haven't had it for so long i just <laughs> and she just went on she was just horny and on fire it was yeah. super funny so here they are Do Sherry and Issa give Give a damn? damn.
1: Do you give a damn about the showmance between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey?
2: Absolutely not. Never cared about anything less.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Never cared about anything less. Oh, my
2: gosh, girl. Sherry, do you? I'm, like, now into football. Oh I want really? Jerseys. really? I think it's. I, can, I can't wait to see what songs she do. You know, if they but like I break up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's see see, was... gonna be shaking off or of bad blood. Too, yeah, no, lady. it's
1: gonna be a whole new one. Do you give a damn about Britney Spears' upcoming memoir?
2: I do. You I, do? She has been dropping a lot of tea lately. Yes. You just said that her and Justin, like, <gasps> he, he cheated on her. Yeah. No, he cheated on her with another celebrity. Another, yes, another time I, I am. That's where I'm going. Ooh. <laughs> Sherry, do you give a damn? <laughs> uh, not really, because how many chapters you going to have? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh,
1: uh, do you give a damn about the revelation that Jada Pickett-Smith and Will Smith have been separated since
2: 2016? I was shocked, uh, I'm not going to lie. You what? Um, I was shocked. You were shocked? I was shocked, too. I yeah. was sh- Because I'm saying, this whole time they were separated, Will was out in the streets and I could have shot my shot. <laughs> yeah. You not telling nobody? Sherry. Yeah, I give a damn. I, I think you're horny tonight. I, you know what? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's been a long time. I'm it's been a long, you. long time. Yeah. Okay, my okay. god
1: okay. Mm-hmm. Do you give a damn about the Golden Bachelor? <laughs> oh, the old band. The old
2: bachelor. I want old people to find love. You do? Okay, <laughs> good. Okay. You gotta give a damn about it. Like, these, are, like he got oh. a hearing aid. That's sexy as hell. Is it? Yes. Okay. You put that hearing aid in there, you can hear me scream. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, do you give it, I
1: have a feeling you could hear you scream without the hearing aid, Sherry. Uh, do you give a damn about Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's seemingly
2: messy divorce? Oh, what is coming. Oh, this is bad. I was rooting for them, honestly. I like that they got, they all like got married, kind of at the same time is. Yeah. Um. And I love what's her name on the show. I love her. Sansa, Sansa Stark. Sansa. Sansa. Oh, was she I Sansa? Sansa? I have been she was Sansa. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you give a damn about? Drink- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Big's new album
2: for all the dogs. Always, I don't give a damn. Okay,
1: god, no! do you give a damn about the Sphere in Las Vegas?
2: There's a Sphere in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The what new big
1: concert venue. Oh,
2: that's the new. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The new one. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Do they have strippers and stuff in uh, everything there? No, no, okay. no. there? It's
1: immersive, though. Oh, okay. Do you give a damn about the Fraser reboot?
0: No. no. What Fraser reboot? The reboot? reboot? Yeah. yeah I give a damn. I what? love Fraser. Okay. So they both had things, different views, Very different. but Sherry's like, do they have, super? I mean, she was just given off this vibe. And at one point, um, she's like to Andy, do you know anybody? And Andy's like, Andy Cohen says, I don't understand the whole men and women and sex things. No, I think it's so weird. And she goes, I'm, I'm waiting for Chris. So Sherry Shepard, who was single says, I'm waiting for Chris Rock to approve me for Raya. And I didn't know you need to have someone approve you. And he goes, uh, no, uh, yeah, some a fellow some, famous a person, a fellow famous person, vouch? approve vouch for you. And I never, we never heard this. And, and Andy goes, I'll vouch for you. You don't need him. Yeah. And I, so I I'd never heard you need someone yeah. to vouch for I you. Didn't know that so either. I thought
1: that was so weird. I loved how she said, it's been a long time, Andy, a long, long time. <laughs> it's like, you know, she was telling us. She's ready. Yeah. She's, she's funny. ready. Yeah. And
0: Issa Rae was just classic Issa Rae. She's, she's just like <laughs> cold, you know, bold. Dry. And she said, and Drake, Dry. Drake, she saw him in, in Vegas recently, and he pulled her up on stage, oh and she boy. said, oh, God. And then Andy's like, how stoned were you? She goes, well, I'd taken ed- edible all my friends were in from out of town, and I was just coming down. I was only a two. So it was good, but he didn't make me sing. Oh, I mean, they're really honest. It was cute. It was a good one. It Play was really the next fun.
3: One, just the real brief one yeah. about the Robert Walters.
1: Yep. Sherry, you uh you told Joy Behar uh on the view that Barbara Walters had hooked up with Richard Pryor.
3: Right
1: in the day. Now, did Barbara tell you this? Or I'm trying
2: to remember. No, this. I, no, no, she did not tell me that. I was outside of Caroline's Paul Mooney, late Paul Mooney, we were talking, and he said, you know, I, I looked and I I was he was either he said he walked in or he peeked through the door. And he said that Paul, that uh Richard Pryor and Barbara Walters were intimate. And so I never told anybody. I went and told Joy, and that's when I said to Joy, "Joy, I got something to tell you." That means don't tell nobody. Yes, else. yes. And she, and she, I told her everything. And as soon as Barbara walked in the next day, Joy goes, "Oh, you're schlepping Richard Pryor," and I was like, "I just got the job. Like I'm gonna get fired." Nah. And I, and so did I was Barbara like, admit it? No, she looked at Joy and she goes, "Who told you that?" And I was like, "Nah, me like, Oh nah. my! And did she rat you out?
3: No, Joy never Joy. ratted me out. Oh, off. that's good. tell enough.
1: Okay, very good.
3: <laughs> so she's ratting herself out. All, All right, right, listen. When we come back, we have a world record, a Guinness world record that's been accidentally set, oh. and a possible conspiracy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like All it.
0: involving the same
3: two people. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a match.
0: Oh, El Burrito Mercado is calling you people. If you have not been there, they are located on Cesar Chavez Street in West St. Paul, just minutes from downtown St. Paul. They have excessive parking there. You, it's so easy to park. And they have the beautiful Mercado, which is a grocery store, authentic Mexican grocery mm-hmm. store with a beautiful butcher, carne meat area, but also the deli, the grab-and-go deli. The bakery. The bakery. So many. And, and the tres leche cake is to die for. Mm, really they have is. so many, so much great stuff there and their pricing is so wonderful. But remember, it's... Two, it What day is it today? Today's Thursday. Thursday. So we could just have happy hour. We could. And happy hour is Tuesday to Friday from 3 to 6. There's also special pricing on food during that time. And this weekend, remember, they serve breakfast seven days a week. Authentic Mexican breakfast with beautiful coffees. Just go there. You will love the environment. Everything about it is authentic and fabulous. Alberto Mercado. Okay. A Guinness World
3: Record has been broken. Britney Spears has broken the Guinness World Record for fastest selling nonfiction book of all time, which the previous owner of that, who in the first week, three point two million spare, spare mm-hmm. Prince Harry, Britney has already sold over nine million books in pre-orders.
0: I've pre-ordered. I did nine. Wow. I'm just wow. on a list. Million.
3: That's that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. The the Britney. army is huge i mean just think of the free britney uh, movement so i it's incredible and and you know harry owned it and people were in awe of the 3.2 million i'm pretty sorry hi harry but britney at nine million so simon and schuster paying her 15 million They got a deal. They got a huge deal. (laughs) They got a deal. And how many pages did you say it
0: was? I think it's 288 pages. Wow. So it's not a long book at all. No. The spare was thick. That was a long one. Yeah, it was. And um, and, and
3: so, you know, uh, yesterday I was appalled, but not surprised that Justin Timberlake had to run the day that the first excerpt that was in people magazine about Britney and Justin, you know, she had an abortion when they were together. She was 18. He was 19, blah, blah, blah. And he rushed out, you know, the story about he and his wife are thriving and growing and here, look at my kids. And he wanted everyone to, you know, evolve and grow and move on. and, I, it is such a dumb move because Brittany has not been able to tell her story. She was in a flipping conservatorship for 13 years and she wasn't able to speak up and speak her truth. So we don't care about you evolving and growing and focusing on your family. It's the wrong message at the wrong time. Better to say nothing.
0: Why would he say something the Lord really realistically from a PR perspective let it go because he listens to himself he's used he, to
3: being I mean the let it
0: go this Teflon is Tesla, so-
3: trouser snake who's now a timber snake and Gen Z thinks Ooh. he's an they don't even like him they don't even know him
0: okay but I can from just from a basic 101 Give her the week, at least. I mean, that's so He's dumb. Spent years slut-shaming
3: her yeah, and writing on her. And, I, you know, I mean, there's lots. Jezebel, Pajiba, Huffington Post. People are bringing the receipts about all the ways that Justin slut-shamed her. It's always, you know... Hey, yay for the good dude and yo, whore, harlot. And I guess Brittany does write about that, that she did feel like um, Brittany, the Crimea River, which is ostensibly one of his two biggest single hits. Right. And he put that out quite a while after they broke yes, up. Yes, he and did. She said it painted her as a harlot and she was only 22 years old mm-hmm. and she had to answer to Diane Sawyer and. She just said it was. I was the harlot who'd broken the heart of America's golden boy, and he wrote on that. He did. He really did in interviews, and um, you know she she gets to burn the bridges now. It's her turn that she was forced to build. It it blows me away. And out. if he can't take that after years of dishing it out, come on, JT, be quiet. So what does he do this afternoon? What happens? An insider, which is Justin's PR team, goes to People
0: Magazine. Yesterday it was entertainment. But even the day before, Lori, the very first day, because you were yeah. gone, page six, They he had his PR people release a picture of him with his two kids, which he never does. It never does. That's just the first day. I'm like, let her, come on. Yes. Because people already don't like you. Just Sit back. Sit back. So then he does mature the kids. and yesterday, let's all mature and evolve. Well, then grow up. And grow up. And move on. And move on. The book hasn't even come out yet. And today, what today, is
3: it? Today, now to people, he's happy at home with Jess and their kids. And he's focusing on new music. And he's in just a great place.
0: Why? I, and again, this was a teenage, you know, late teenage years love affair. But he did, when you talk about exploiting her, he did... Go on and on radio shows and say it was about Britney and he cheated on her. She kissed someone. Yeah. On him, you know. But I, but I really feel like just we all know better from a PR standpoint. Just be relaxed for a day. Relax. Well, because I just don't get his. The,
3: thinking. This is his privilege that's coming through loud and clear. I just okay? am, and appalled. I'm even mad at some of the headlines that say, Brittany finally admits cheating on Justin Timberlake." Right. She has been shamed. If you go back and look at that Diane Sawyer interview, and she writes about that in her book, apparently. The book got released accidentally early in Mexico. I'm
0: wondering where this is all coming from. And I feel bad, always feel bad for authors when everything, a lot of Nine million copies have been sold. People want
3: to read this in Brittany's words, hear it. So don't worry about feeling bad for the author. But one of the things. That is coming out, and this is from Laney Gossip, is that um, he's got bots that are trying to fight the Britney army <laughs> online about what a great guy he is. He's using bots to defend himself on Twitter. I feel like he's been planning this for months. And I mean, we, come well, on. That's but why we, the Sync thing happened. Yep. And, and, you know, Johnny Depp, there were... There was evidence that Johnny Depp used bots against Amber Heard when all of their their trial was right. going on and everything like this. And, I mean, I didn't Britney that. Spears is not Amber Heard. Britney Spears' fans aren't amateurs, okay? They're like Taylor Swift's fans. Swifties. They are there for her. Think about the fact that her fans are the one. That led
0: the Free Britney movement. That re- got her released and a, from her conservatorship. But yes. put the pressure on people.
3: Yes. Her fans are not to be fooled with. So uh, Britney's fans are out there checking these bots and laughing at Justin Timberlake. And he keeps speaking out. And it's like, dude. She hasn't been able to tell her story seven years after her into her conservatorship. He did a skit on SNL where again he made fun about that he hit that referencing Britney Spears, and she's in a conservatorship now. Yeah, well, she was in one then. He's taken so many cheap shots, and he, he, I just you know I love. That Britney's fans are not taking any of this lying down. down. And um, there's no bot activity that's going to rescue Justin from this mess. It is a formidable force. They are ready for any bot energy. And I guess Britney Spears said a nurse at a rehab facility that she was forced to enter after, remember, Remember when she refused to play anymore in Vegas and her dad made her go to rehab? For a month, She was the first person to show and share with her that she had support in the outside world. A nurse who was a Britney fan.
0: And that wasn't until like 2015 or 16? That's right. Wow. And this all started in 2007 or 8? Yes. Wow. And Britney
3: had no idea because she wasn't allowed access to anything and being kept drugged. And, I mean, it's...
0: It's mind-blowing, and and someone sent us an email the other day about why don't we um, talk about maybe she's mentally unstable, maybe all this stuff is going on. And, and I don't think she is. I think she's mentally unstable for having been forced
3: to give up her life when she was going through postpartum depression right. and a period of time when she was probably, yeah, well, if it's postpartum, I mean, that's that's depression. So she was in a bad time of her life. Right. And she so talks She about, gets
0: painted with this brush forever? She talks about um, how um, because of this conservative and having to be a workhorse. Yeah. Um, that she lost all joy of performing. She lost all joy of no making m- music. She lost everybody. Everything. She, she a her, her family, to- not a sister, not a mom, not a dad, not a brother. No one was with her. and that's, She couldn't even call any of her. Like Anybody. And Lance Bass
3: was would one. talk about it. You know, like, I can't get a hold of Brittany. They kept her isolated.
0: She was a prisoner. It, it really is. It's shocking and sad.
3: Yeah. So whatever the group chat is over in JTville.
0: But i have just I'm with his shocked press people, You guys Stop are it. blowing it. They are. Like, if he said nothing and maybe down the road, when we everyone has time to absorb it, says, you know what? Comes out with a really profound apology. And, uh, profound and says, I, I get it now. He he could barely
3: put together an apology after framing Britney Spears and the Janet Jackson New York Times documentary. He blamed it on youthful indiscretion. He couldn't even own it. Even though at the time, like after the Super Bowl, he could have stood up to CBS and said, "I'm not
0: going on without Janet." I, well, he could have that done a lot of a things. That was just a week ago. He, he went we in and in cried. A, yeah. Remember, he went in and cried, cried to, Les Moonves, to Les Moonves, and Janet wouldn't apologize. She said, "You guys all knew this was planned. It was an accident, and you're shame, shame, shaming me and canceling me." Yeah, Les Moonves canceled Janet Jackson. Yeah. it it really just. If anyone is thinking like, when, when do you react, when don't you react in a public, this is huge. This is Britney's moment. Yeah. And to not sit back and absorb it for you a half a it. second. When you think of all
3: that she took, and really when you watch that Diane Sawyer, Diane Sawyer point blank asks her, don't you feel ashamed for breaking Diane. his Diane heart?
0: apologized for that. Was she, she did. Yeah. She did. Apologize. That was, you know, uncalled for and wrong. And I remember the and Matt Lauer one. Yeah. Um. But I just, I just, so anyway, he's dumb right now. But Britney
3: is winning right now. She's winning and winning, setting Guinness World Record. Her fans are checking JT's bot. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip
1: about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym
2: to work out.
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: It's online. The TikTokers are out there. So Brittany's, you know, army is going strong. So if I were JT, I'd go to Montana or something and not For a anything. long time. Yep. Keep working on your new music, if you? he's
0: If he releases something else again, no, I can't really... wait till he <laughs> announces his Vegas
3: residency <laughs> right. or his In Sync reunion. Yeah, because nothing's happening yeah, for no. him. Oh God. None. All right, you're listen. Right. Um, we got a little update, Julia. You and I have something in common with something that is going to happen on television
0: tonight. Oh, fantastic! Yeah?
3: And there could be a magazine photo op in our future. And something turns twenty-five.
0: Hey, gang, it's Julia and Lori here for Hammernecks Flooring Solutions. And I just have to say, floors matter. I don't know if I told you this. I'm going to tell you why. Because I was just kind of, I puddle around and look at houses and stuff. And I saw, I was kind of looking like, yeah, that's kind of interesting. And then I looked at the floor. And someone had just put in this shocking, horrible floor. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Let's work with people that know what they're doing to add value to your home. And so you can enjoy your home. It is true. Cause that does add value. I mean, whenever amazing value
3: and, and like if you were uh, just doing, you know, like getting your house ready to sell, one of the things hammer has is so much carpeting at have, good pricing. They have pallet, pallet deals in carpeting yes. at
0: every single location. They have pallet deals in flooring too at yes. every location But on top of that, they have designers to help you. They've got great pricing. They're there for you. We love, 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 You will, too, for all your flooring and hard surface needs. 25 years ago today, this song came out. It was from the
3: Cher's 22nd album by the same name, Believe. And she wanted a hit. She hadn't had a hit in 10 years. Her last hit was Just Like Jesse James, which is a great song. And she, you know, she was... No stranger to come back. She had to come back in 1971 with Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, 1979 with Take Me Home, 1980 some uh, 87. I found someone, and if I could turn back time, she had
0: five decades of having a number one. Six. Right, it was six. six. Good for her.
3: Mm-hmm. So this was the lead single. It became a global smash. It was. It's basically the biggest song of her decades-long career. And she used auto-tune. And it was she the did. first time that a song had been auto-tuned. And her producer, the pioneer Mark Taylor, he did the vo what they call it a vocorder like effect. Mm-hmm. And it was because they wanted it to be a dance song mm-hmm. for the for Europe. It has very much right, that dance. Right. And um the president of a record label demanded that the auto-tuning either be toned way back or taken out completely. And Cher uh, uh, recalled to the New York Times in 1999, he told me, everyone at Warner Brothers loves the song, but we want you to change that part of it. And I told them you can change that part of it over my dead body. And that was the end of the discussion. I said to Mark, producer mm-hmm. don't you let anyone touch this track or i will rip your throat out I, and
0: you <laughs> know i can
3: see share saying, saying that and um and so it was sent to radio on october 19th and it, you know the empowering breakup anthem first took off in the uk they loved the auto tune it became the best selling song of the year in the uk and remains to this day the most successful single by a solo female artist.
0: Wow. That song,
3: Believe, had a slower start in the U.S., but it finally topped the Billboard Hot 100 on March 13th, 1999, six months later. And she became the oldest woman at the age of 52 to have a number one in the in Billboard's 40-year history. And it was, they call it the share effect because then, you know, Radiohead, T Pain, Little Way. I mean, it just became Everyone part of the yeah, music yeah. culture. We tried
0: to have Rocco do that tar our voices. Yes, once, exactly. So we just have to sing around here.
3: <laughs> All right, Joey. It would sound
0: yeah. better if we were auto-tuned, Rocco. Can't you do it? I'm going to give you
3: a little tease because if you're planning on watching The Golden Bachelor tonight at 7 on ABC, the president might be speaking.
0: I think the president is speaking. About what's going uh, on in What's Israel. going on
3: in the Middle East. Yes. And so we might not see it. You might have to watch it on Hulu. demand or on Hulu or whatever. But pickleball is I, happening I, tonight, I, Julia, in the fourth episode of The Golden Bachelor. And the winners, the women who win will be featured in Pickleball magazine, magazine with a photo shoot. And
0: I'm like, I wish we could get our picture. Pickleball or- was the fastest growing magazine. I told you guys about this in last Pickleball, year. In Pickleball, it's yes. called. In Pickleball yeah, Magazine. We should was- send our video
3: to them. They might need content. They, re- Oh, yeah. gosh, you're so funny. Um, but anyway, the winners... They got a one on one with Jerry. I'm not going to spoil it. And, uh, um, no, don't tell us. They get a photo for it. But apparently, G- Gary is a like five times a week pickleballer. Oh, he's a big one. Do really you call him picklers? Because that's what I've been calling when people have asked me, Are you going to play pickleball? And I said, I think I am a pickler now. And that's what I, I call i I never it. call myself that.
0: A pickler? Mm-mm. Well, I think you should start. I just call myself a Gherkin. A Gherkin. <laughs> yeah. No, I, we just. I people. No, I've never used that so they, Lori, you're so funny. Look at I, this uh, woman who has harassed me for years about this part. Do yeah. I have to talk about it again? And now she's like all in. Well, <laughs> you know when Because it's fun and you it know was, that. Yes, it, it was is. fun. It is a fun yes, game to play.
3: So I guess they did. They filmed this in August at the Westlake Athletic Club in Westlake Village, California. A crowd of 100 Bachelor Nation fans cheered them on. So they had to play in front of a crowd and um, Trista Sutter, the first oh, sure. bachelorette, she uh, is a pickler and she is also, you know, sitting at the table with mm-hmm. Gary and Jesse Palmer in tonight. So, yeah, he fits right in the core demo of the National Pickleball Explosion. 55 and older represent 52% of picklers core players, according to USA Pickleball, and he plays several times a week with a circle of 25 friends close to his Indiana
0: home. I'm telling you, I belong out to an outdoor pickleball club that has tons of people, and you just show up.
3: And And, and and he says he's had
0: two black eyes. Oh, yeah.
3: I'm so glad I had my big plastic glasses on for my play, because I did get hit in the face. I did get hit in the eye. It would have broken... My glasses, my my your my, other
0: glasses. Well, my
3: more delicate frames. You're so, so. cute. My more delicate. My
0: frames.
3: You
1: do
0: have
3: two sets of glasses. Like. No, I have several. Well, I just have to change the the uh, prescription. The I, prescription. I, I, yeah.
0: I want mine getting a. Um,
3: and it seems like yeah. half these women were pickler enthusiasts in well, their, their little bios. It's so
0: much fun. Lori, and they're in the demo. Yeah, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's anyway. just fun, and if you play a younger person,
3: mm-hmm. whoa,
0: yeah, they can well, we get. We did, I know,
3: we did. name is Steve won. and yeah. Donna, they yeah. were both
0: good. Mm-hmm. Listen,
3: and I, you know what's happening to me, Grant? I cannot stomach Bachelor in Paradise after watching <gasps> The Golden Bachelor. It's, it's, I can't. Yeah. Conversations about cinnamon, the boom boom room. Thank you. That's that's, Uh, it's all there. And you know they are they are losing viewership last week, even though they have the nod because the Bachelor, Golden Bachelor, is doing very very well. It's real. It feels real. It feels real. All the silly.
1: Antics of the Bachelor in Paradise or other Bachelor Bachelorettes, the
3: the crying conversations. It feels overly forced now in light of the Golden Bachelor. Isn't that something? And listen to this. I mean, they're down to the first three episodes of this year's Paradise season only had 1.8 million that's down from 2.3 million. I mean,
0: they're just I did see it on and I have no desire. I know. There's you know And I used to just like all that mindlessness, shallow, but shallow, I feel shallow. like because The Golden
3: Bachelor is just introducing us having these deep moving conversations about dead spouses and family and second chances and it's like that is the reality for most people that will be for them too and so it's like giving people Hope that, oh, I don't it's have lovely. to worry that life is over, over after 40. Yeah. Or whatever your yes. perception might yes. be. So, yeah. Love anyway, it. all's fair and love and pickleball. There you go. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back.